I have too many rambles about success and luck. Random question, but I was watching your old rambles on success being largely luck and I have to ask, isn't that just a convenient way for people to explain away their shortcomings? Have you seen every other video uh, ramble about success and luck? Type exclamation mark rambles and search for success or luck and just go down that rabbit hole. Because I've, I've clarified that a thousandfold. Why people are as they are. For most of this, I'm responding to a person in chat. I do read out what they say, and it should be obvious when I'm reading what they're saying. Use an example of when you found out that OBS could have multiple audio tracks working smart. I would argue that working smart in that instance isn't the act of using multiple audio tracks. It'd be Googling OBS multiple audio tracks in the first place, if you get what I mean. Uh, no. The people who work smart are the ones who actively seek answers to solutions. Okay, 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 okay. What do you need before you can seek that information? You need information already that says that that information is something that exists and can be sought. Right now, there are infinite things that I do not know exist and therefore cannot search for them because my environment hasn't proffered me that information yet to enable me to have that bare amount of information to search for things. I have not been lucky in that respect. If you ask a person who works in IT, what is the majority of IT work? It's like 80% Googling. But, but when you're an IT tech, you have enough information already to know what to Google, you know? You've gone through the learning where a, a normal person can look at a problem on their screen and go, I have no fucking idea what to Google to solve this problem. They just don't know the, the terminology, they don't know the language, they don't even know if there's a solution that exists. You can only seek for things that are possible given the information that already exists in your environment that you just luckily, you're just lucky to have. I understand what you're saying, but it's basically become a paradox at this point. No, it's not. It absolves your responsibility for not searching for the answers. How so? How, how could you possibly ever be responsible for not searching for something that you have no ability to know even exists? How, how could that be your responsibility? You, you cannot possibly, at any given time, be simultaneously searching for literally every possible conceivable thing, irrespective of the likelihood of existing. That's literally impossible. The only time that you seek information is when you hit a problem or something in your environment proffers information to you that is suggestive that such a search would be fruitful. It would be a massive waste of time for you to just randomly search for things. I have no reason to believe that right now there is a way to turn Dettol hand sanitizer into gold. I have literally no, nothing in my environment, nothing that I know of that suggests this is possible. So why would I search for it? It could, this could be a thing that exists. There could be someone out there right now who knows of a way to turn hand sanitizer into gold and he'd be like, look at this fucking dark fiber guy, not searching for that information. But there, you, you can't have any expect, expectation of me that I would search for this information. That's just another thing. People, people can only work as smart as their environment allows. And some people's environments are more rich in terms of information, resources, um, niche, knowledge that's only available to certain people that enable them to utilize their environments better than other people. And that's just luck, uh, unfortunately. And there's no escape from this because you could randomly just strike out looking for information, hoping to stumble across something, but that is a very terrible way to go about looking for information. You'd be more often than not, in the overwhelming majority of cases, completely wasting your time. And that wouldn't be smart. 
Okay, I'll try a real world example here. Happened just yesterday. I walked past a homeless person begging outside a cafe that has had uh, had a staff wanted sign on it. In that scenario, is he merely a victim of his environment? How the hell would he get a job working at a cafe? What what does it even mean? Who what what type of cafe is hi hiring a homeless person? Have you seen what a homeless person looks like? You know how hard. So, when a person becomes homeless, it is very rarely like there is not a clone of me. To some degree, well-rested, access to resources, clean, high nutrition. Who, who's homeless right now? People who are homeless aren't just a, a manifestation of a lack of desire to, to succeed. That is nonsense. You, you'll find that people born in particular environments, um, wealthy neighborhoods or from wealthy families and stuff, for whatever reason, don't end up homeless as often as people born into poverty. Crazy how that works. Like, I, I shouldn't need to say that, but I, I don't think you realize that. People are influenced by their environments and reach conclusions as to what is most likely a fruitful use of their time. A person who's homeless is not a person who's received positive affirmations from their environment suggesting that success is possible. And more than likely, they have more going on than simply a lack of job that has led to them being in those circumstances. Traditionally speaking, a homeless person is not in a good state of affairs. They are, they are not one job at a coffee place away from doing well. The suggestion that laziness, a lack of desire for a job is like you, you start, you get, you're born Lazy and not wanting a job, and then that just progresses to the point where you just never get a job, and you're just a homeless. That's just the dumbest way to look at the world. I could say it to you right now. Here's a way of putting it. You can fly. You can. You just gotta jump out the window. You, you, you just have to. You can fly right now. Just jump out the window. And you look at me and go, I can't fly. No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, man, you definitely can. 100% if you just applied yourself, you can fly. But like, there, I have no evidence at all that my jumping out that window will do anything more than just causing me to fall potentially to my death, if not injury. I mean, no, no, man, you can do it. I know all of your environments has suggested to you that this is a complete waste of your time that will only result in an even worse circumstance for you, but just do it. Just, just do it, man. Th this is what you ask of some people. Some people are in that circumstance where their entire life or their environment in general is suggesting to them that certain actions are not a good use of their time. That will, that will just lead to failure, won't actually improve anything. And some people will just sit there and go, just do it anyway, just go for it. E even though they have no reason to believe that those actions will actually lead to significant benefit to their life. They just say, just do it anyway, man, just, just go. It's just not how people work. People only perform actions that their environment suggests will be more likely to result in success in whatever they're pursuing. It's why people who are born to rich families or um, successful families or in rich areas or in wealthy countries, surrounded by successful people, they look around and go, wow, success is possible. If success is possible for all those people, it's possible for me. But people who are born, I mean, this isn't the only reason these differences exist, but this is one of the reasons that they exist, where people born in worse circumstances look around them and see people on welfare, people homeless, people um, failing businesses, people who are malnourished, people who are on drugs, and saying to them, hey man, just, what, just you can succeed. No one around you is succeeding. Sure, your entire environment suggests that what you attempting to succeed in a monumental way in life would be similar to jumping out the window, 
do nothing more than cause you great significant harm, but do it anyway. People act as a response to their environment and in ways that their environment suggests are a good use of their time. He is in the environment that demonstrates success to him. How so? It isn't simply a matter of successful people existing, but that people like you can succeed. I personally do not think that there are many tools or mechanisms out there to help homeless people become affluent people. Well, I, I know from research that it's quite unlikely for, for there to be upward mobility from the very low stratas of society. To put it another way, if you're born into a circumstance of poverty, you are most likely going to end your life in poverty, um, as a rule of thumb. I, off the top of my head, I'm not even sure. Like, let's say I became homeless tomorrow. I don't even know what tools I would use to get out of those circumstances, other than to use what I've already built because I was previously successful. <laughs> like, like if I if I lost all my money, I would rely upon my supportive family, you guys, um, th these sorts of things that I only have because I've I've been born into a fortunate circumstance. Because 99% of the people walking past him are better off than him. Shouldn't they at least question why? Surely they question why. But a homeless person in general, well, no, a homeless person isn't like a person who is walking by them. These are not people with um, friends, social connections, access to technology, nutrition. People don't end up homeless who have an easy time succeeding in our society. No, so environment is a catch-all term for everything. As in, you are a pool of genetics that interacts with your environment and your environment shapes uh, like in, in your experiences. You're, you are a pool of genetics that interacts with an environment which creates experiences. And these experiences shape what you believe is possible or that you're likely to attempt to achieve. What is, what is the greatest determining factor of your religion? The country that you're born in and the, the family that you're born into. Um, what is the most likely uh, indicator of your level of affluence at the end of your life? The level of affluence that you're born into at your birth. Why did no one, prior to the existence of the movie Back to the Future, have Back to the Future as their favorite movie? Because it wasn't in their environment yet. Again, to use the example, you're asking a person, this, so this person has existed in an environment that has had sufficient effects on them to get to a point where they're homeless. So clearly there has been sufficient environmental variables to lead to this. And you're just saying, uh, just stop it. In the same way that um, I'm asking you to jump out a window despite no evidence that that's gonna be a good use of your time. Um, you're just saying, hey, I know that this uh, up, like say 30 years of life experience has led to this, but just stop doing that. Just, just apply to a cafe, which let's be real, is not likely to <laughs> give you a job. This, this suggestion that a homeless person has just never applied for a job. It's just so, well, it, it is, it's impressively dumb. It, it just is impressively dumb. As if this, this homeless guy has just spent 30 years of his life ending up, to, to end up homeless. And he's like, man, have you ever thought of like just applying for a job? And the homeless guy's like, oh, what? I, I, didn't, I didn't think of this. What a, what a genius idea. Whoa, oh my God. What, I just, I, I just never considered this one. Like clearly this guy is gonna be having more issues. The working poor. I mean, that term exists for a reason anyway. Does the same environment excuse, absolve criminals then? I have to go further in your philosophy. As in, so punishment of criminals 
to me, isn't a manifestation of blame or hatred. It is attempting to avoid outcomes. So if you have this entity, let's just say X, it doesn't matter why X is as they are. Genetics, nature, environment, philosophy, doesn't matter. If they are going to kill a person, this is something that needs to be prevented. And so whatever mechanisms need to be applied there in a civilized society should be done. Not with any sort of blame or hatred as to how this person ended up like this, but just because we don't want this outcome. It should be obvious to anyone that examines life that clearly endless variables outside of a person's control can, well, do influence a person to be more likely to be criminal, to be a criminal in any capacity, to be to engage in violent crime. But that doesn't matter in terms of preventing the outcomes. But a lot of people don't have this mindset. They have the mindset that you likely do. That, oh, the criminals just being criminal. Fucking criminals being criminal. They're just so bad. We need to get rid of them. We can blame them for criminal. They're responsible for their criminality. Fuck them. This sort of viewpoint has no basis in psychology. Like, it's an idea that's so far in the past that you couldn't find a psychologist study of behavior that would have any support of such viewpoints. It's... It's just nonsense. It's just it's just simplifying the world and simplifying people in a way that's just not possible given what we know of humans right now. The viewpoint you're expressing, what I'm trying to say is, has no basis in any modern understanding of how humans become who they are and why humans act as they do. As weird as it is sometimes to think, a human doesn't have limitless possible behaviors that they're going to commit at any given time. It's like this big, you know? I am not suddenly going to jump up and move to Mexico. But there are people out there who, who would. This isn't philosophy unseen. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of philosophy. This is just psychology. I, I am a psych student. I, I, I spent four years studying why people act as they do. I have an understanding of human behavior. And I, 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 I even, all my electives were in criminology, as a matter of fact, as well. And even before that, I was doing, um, I did a community services, uh, cert for and diploma, whatever. I, I'm, I'm not interested in philosophy. This isn't, so I, I specifically avoided philosophy in terms of determinism and stuff, but this is just how humans function. And I, I even explained it to you in using examples that should clearly apply to you. Like in the same way that you wouldn't jump out a window because everything in your environment suggests that that is a bad move for you, some people will not act in ways that you think are advantageous because they believe the exact same thing. They believe that'd be a complete waste of their time and effort. And you, you should recognize this, that even if you personally believe that a person would benefit from a particular action, it doesn't mean that they agree or that they have sufficient motivating factors in their environments to, to engage in that behavior. And as I, tried to, as I tried to explain to you, your surface assessment of a person as merely being homeless because of their lack of initiative is just wrong. It, it has no basis in any understanding of humans and how, why they behave as they do. Um, a person does, so we, we, I, I often do this, we can go back one step. Why does a person, using your example, why isn't that person applying themselves to get that job? So we have two people. So we got one homeless person who sees that help wanted and says, uh, I'm uninterested. We have another homeless person who says, oh, that's help wanted? Hell yeah, I'm going to apply for that job. What is What has caused the difference between these two people? The window example is so hyperbolic that it, it's a total false. No, no, but no, it... It's, it's a perfect, perfectly 
applicable analogy. Because the, the analogous thing is that your environment has suggested that a particular action is completely a non-starter. And we all have these actions. Like I exist in the environment where I believe that it's a complete non-starter to invest in NFTs, while another person exists in another environment that it's a perfectly acceptable thing to, to be. I, I believe that jumping out a window is equally a, um, a, a, a sensible action as investing in NFTs. Um, but other people would completely disagree with that assertion. But so, so where does this difference between two people come from? Person one has likely applied to multiple other jobs previously and got rejected every time. It, it's simpler than that. It's simpler than that. So there's only two possible explanations here. Either it's genetic, which neither of these per people chose. So, so th there are aspects of genetics that relate to energy and um, uh, positive attitudes and even your politics and stuff. Uh, stuff that I is over my head. I'm, I'm not that versed in it. But there, there, there are factors that lead, uh, that influence how likely you are to be um, assertive and outgoing and, and uh, apply, apply yourself and whatnot. Or it can be environmental factors. Uh, as, as you say, a person applies for a bajillion jobs and fails. This person hasn't done that yet. Um, and this isn't this person's fault. If this person had received things in their environment, like they apply for a job and the person says, oh, you know, you're, you're almost there, but you're just not ready. That's going to give them initiative to try again and try again and try again. But just some people by chance of environment are going to receive nothing but negative reinforcement. Nothing but. Everything they do will fail. Everything they do will fail. Their situation will get from worse to worse to worse to worse to worse. Usually people who exist in bad circumstances already. And to just say, why doesn't this person just go for this job? Why, what, like, why don't they? Like, so it's a question of this belief in humans having limitless initiative or drive. It doesn't exist. All humans have a finite amount that they're willing to pursue anything. And they're always... Naturally, just by the chance of environments, can be some people who have reached their limit. Most successful people have situations where they get positive reinforcement, especially early on. Initial positive reinforcement, suggestions that the action being applied, done more, um, will result in success are those who are most likely to succeed. If you do X and it fails, and X again and fails, X again fails, there is no one in existence, no one, who will do X forever without any positive reinforcement? It, it just doesn't exist. Doesn't this only apply if you take the trading of thought that who you are affects your choices rather than your choices affect who you are? At what point do you become responsible for your own bad decisions? What What is you? What are you? Me, for, to me, each of us is merely a con um, conjunction of genetics and environment that leads to experiences that naturally follow from each other. Your, de your decisions are merely a manifestation of your environment. We, we can simplify reality and say, if I was born in the 12th century, I wouldn't have pursued my career. If I was born with an inability to speak, wouldn't have pursued this career. If I had been born even just a place in Australia without access to the internet, I wouldn't have pursued this career. Like you, you, you keep bringing this back to this idea of responsibility. I reject the framing. I don't care about responsibility. I only care about outcomes. To what degree people are responsible doesn't matter to me. All I care about is why did it happen? Is it good or bad? If it's bad, how do we stop it and make it better? This idea of responsibility comes up in certain ideas of politics and philosophy that largely exist just to assign blame so that you can justify a person being as they are. 
it's a it's a part of the just world bias where everyone wants to have a narrative to explain how people in bad circumstances are deserving of those bad circumstances because they're responsible for them it's it's hard to justify either from psychology or philosophy i shouldn't make declarative statements to say it can never be justified as if everyone agrees with me but it's these are hard things to do it's not useful it's not practical it has no it has no reason to be i'm not i'm not justifying it justification doesn't matter if you're using justification in the sense there to be to mean acceptable or okay that's that's not what i'm doing i'm explaining why so any anything that happens has a cause for it being there and and a hypothetical solution and nothing about that relates to responsibility because it's, it's an unnecessary variable as it relates to problem solving. It is a simple fact of reality that who you are was not your choice. I'm sorry. You as an entity at any given time are bombarded with literally endless bits of stimuli and variables that you have absolutely no control over. And your response to this set of variables was dependent upon the last set of variables that hit you, and the previous ones before that, and the previous ones before that. And this will happen until you die. It will happen until you die. So like there, it, it's like, I can't force my, like the air to leave, or I can't will my government to change or something. Is that what you would tell your kids and you expect them to be driven and motivated? My guy, reality can be discomforting. My desires for what I want reality to be or what I wish was lovely and happy to tell my kids has nothing fucking to do with what reality actually is. We can, we can, we can quantify variables, obvious variables that are determining factors in your likelihood of success in anything. You can do a regression analysis and you can explain the difference between people based on where they were born, um, you know, their, their levels of nutrition, their, their levels of education, all this jazz, and these things you don't control. My level of work ethic is not something that I woke up and chose. It is a manifestation of my genetics combined with my particular environment. There are certainly experiences that I could have had where I wouldn't be this person now. You could tweak my genetics and I wouldn't be this person now. I am fortunate to have been in the circumstances that I found myself in. You can certainly increase your likelihood of success, no? Sure, so at any given time, you as an entity have a bunch of experiences, uh, knowledge and, and stuff like that, that you can apply to any circumstance that you're in. And it can be the case that you have something in here that can work with the environment that exists around you to increase your success. But sometimes that's not the case and you're just fucked. It doesn't matter, like a person born in a mud hut with no access to education, medicine, existing a thousand miles away from civilization, isn't gonna become a billionaire. They do not have the necessary knowledge to apply to their environment, even if their environment actually is one that where success is possible. But you are in the circumstances you're in. Your argument only stands if someone never becomes self-aware. Even if you are in a circumstance where you believe success is possible, it doesn't mean that you actually have the tools for success. Even if you are in an environment that imbues within you a belief that success is possible, it doesn't mean you have the tools to succeed in your environment. That you have the knowledge of what to pursue, where to look for information. There has to be something in your environment already that is at, is at least a stepping stone for you to go, oh, these steps lead somewhere. 
And you've also got to have the right variables in your environment or your genetics or whatever to believe that stepping up these steps is, is worthwhile or you got to go have the energy for it or, or, or whatever, you know? No, but once you know it's possible, you can at least begin to pursue that. Sure. So here we, here we go. Okay. So here is the desert. You are here. I can tell you with a certainty that going in one of these directions will be success and the other three, so these three, and the other three are certain death. And you can only pick one direction. Where do you go? I personally don't move. Why would I have risk a 75% chance of death? Fun fact, I lied. You die in every case. Well, guess you all died in your progress, your, your progression for success. Good work. <laughs> you know, success is staying put, you asshole. You know, what I mean is knowledge that success is possible doesn't suggest that you can succeed. Until you, so until you actually succeed, you don't actually know that you can succeed. You can only have an approximate knowledge of that being possible. Success, as weird as it is, is ultimately trying to predict the future given your present variables. So hypothetically speaking, you're here and there are hypothetically endless possible things you can do. Sit on the couch, call a random number. Yeah, so just any, any bring up your phone. You could type any number you want. Like we, we conceive of just millions upon millions of things that you can do. And some of them will potentially result in your success. Picking these at random chance would be a fool's errand. It'd be a complete waste of fucking time. You'd only pursue it if you had a good belief as to a certain avenue of success that you can do and you can succeed. Um, and to have this, you need the variables X, Y, Z, whatever, that says, hey, yo, here, here's a path. So you're born to, your family are, are bankers and they say, oh, we've got banking connections or you're, you go to a school and a teacher's like, oh, you, you seem to have got some aptitude for art there, my friend. Uh, you, wanna, you might wanna pursue that. Something in your environment that suggests, hey, yo, you can succeed if you do these things. And without these, you won't do anything because you have no reason to believe that even if success is possible, you have no idea where to go. And striking out aimlessly, because everything has an opportunity cost, you understand? Every, every single thing, if you pursue here, you can't pursue here. If you pursue here and fail, that's gonna put you in a worse circumstance than you were before. Time is finite. And, so, and, and as I say, so, like, it doesn't matter who you are, if you pursue here and don't succeed, you pursue here and don't succeed, you pursue here and don't succeed, you, everyone has a limit. And that limit depends on variables in your environment. So if you've got a supporting family who are like, oh, you failed, but don't worry, Slugger, you'll get him next time. Maybe you got a wife, a girlfriend. Um, maybe you didn't succeed, but you were very close that time. Or you got a lot of positive feedback, even if you, you ultimately failed in your pursuit or something, something that can spur you on. But eventually, you're gonna quit. Eventually, you're gonna get fucked. Um, either, either you are gonna quit or you're gonna be literally incapable due to debt or injury or, or whatever to for pursuing another avenue. These people, we call homeless people. <laughs> so, there, there are, so there are two types of people who end up homeless. Either those who are effectively born homeless with, like they're just there and they, they, their avenues of escape are effectively none or people who their, their environment ultimately leads to the, those conclusions. No one wakes up and says, I want to be homeless today. The, the ho homelessness is a long path, depending upon where you start. And no one just willingly walks that path. No rich person walks up, wakes up like, mentally stable and goes, you know what? I'm tired of being rich. I'm tired of being born to affluence. I'm tired of um, going to the best schools and eating the best food and not being malnourished and whatever. I'm going to be homeless today. Homelessness isn't a choice.
You can absolutely say homelessness is a mindset. That's true. That mindset is is foist upon you by your environment. It's not something you wake up and choose. Because when you see a homeless person next to a help wanted sign, asking the question, why would he or she stay in those circumstances? And the answer would never be because they want to be homeless. Like if you walked up to a homeless person and gave them sufficient money to get an apartment or something, they probably would. If you wanted to make it your life's goal to help a homeless person, you probably could do that. If you just had limitless resources, you if, if you could convince them that you're going to help them and you can help them uh, to, to get a job, that you, you probably get them somewhere. Some you couldn't because they would be other barriers that you personally wouldn't have the knowledge to solve. Say mental illness or other forms of illnesses, just physical stuff. For a significant amount of homeless people, it, it, the difference of their homelessness would be a bit of information that you or I might have or just a little bit of money or a little bit of care, but it's just, and it's just never going to come, which is very sad. I say, I didn't work for my supportive family. I didn't work to be uh, born in one of the most prosperous countries in the world. It's just life. Life is unfair. Matt, I just can't agree with your framework. Abdicating responsibility for one's actions isn't a common ground I can begin with you on. Sure. So the reason for this is because applying responsibility is a useful idea for you to simplify the world. A person ending up as they are is a very complex process of understanding behaviors and forces and environment and different variables and whatnot and how experience relates to environments. But if you can just say they are as they are because they it's their fault. You're done. It is a very simple philosophy, a toxic philosophy that makes society so much worse. But you're done. You, you are now done. It doesn't ultimately matter why, because they are responsible. It's their fault. If they're in bad circumstances, they are responsible for them. If a person is in good circumstances, they are also responsible for them. And so you, th this worldview uh, is often rejects things like taxes or public funding or good works and stuff because this good person deserves their good circumstances because they're responsible for them. And this bad person deserves their bad circumstances because they are responsible for them. Any action to help this person is merely an act of, act of mercy as opposed to an understanding of the imbalances of society and existence as a whole. And the reason why, when challenged here, you said, how could you tell your kids that? It's because the reason why the philosophy I'm talking about, well, I'm, I'm letting you in on how reality works. The reason why you reject it isn't because it doesn't have a basis in evidence or that the way you view the world better explains reality, but it's because my worldview would not enable you to do this. Your world would become much more complicated and you just don't want to go to the mental effort. But at some point they have to be responsible. But why? Why? Why at some point do they have to be responsible? When a child is behaving badly, their parents are responsible. Why? A child's genetics influence how likely they are to be mis to misbehave as to their environment that they're in. A parent is more or less equipped to deal with an unruly child based upon the experiences they have within their environment and their own genetics as well. Can they afford a babysitter? Can they afford correct nutrition? Um, have their parents themselves been good at their jobs? Do they, in, in terms of teaching how to raise? Um, pe people, people don't wake up and choose to not be able to handle an unruly child. It is a an aspect of their environment has been, has been imbued within them. We would never agree with this different hero, but you'll notice that you aren't refuting anything I'm saying. You're not arguing. You're merely saying, this cannot be. This is incompatible with what I want reality to be. Therefore, it must be false. 
When I gave you just now a dozen reasons why people differ in terms of their ability to handle unruly children, you can't say, no, that's not true, because it is true. Because you're framing it in a way that makes it a futile, because it's true. Ha so we have two people. We have one set of parents that are able to handle unruly children and other people who are not able to un handle unruly children. They didn't just wake up one morning and go, I don't want to be able to handle an unruly child. There's reasons for why this difference exists. And these differences can either be genetic, which they did not choose, or they can be manifestations of their environments and the experiences that they have within them, which is merely a combination of their genetics and their environment. If there was a very supportive father here who's like, who, who takes them under their wing and says, oh, look, this is, this is how you handle an unruly child, they would be able to handle an unruly child. If a her friend said, oh, you, you're having trouble with your child? Well, actually, I was too, and here are the tools that I used to solve that. If, if this person isn't here, and they're here, this doesn't make these people better people. It doesn't make them responsible. It, it doesn't make them better than these It just means that this aspect of the environment is different. What do you think a paradox is unseen? These aren't unanswerable questions. They're not paradoxes at all. The nature versus nurture debate is not one where it's either or, it's a question of how much in any different thing. So X can be 75% nature, 25% nurture in general, and Y can be the complete opposite, right? It is both, and it's obviously both. It's just a question of how much for different people in what circumstance. What do you mean they're unanswerable? Saying that you wouldn't, why would it even require an answer? I, I, I don't understand. I, saying that you wouldn't jump out the window because nothing in your environment is suggestive that that would be a good action for you isn't a thing that needs to be answered. It's just a statement of facts. Again, in the nicest way possible, this feels like Dunning-Kruger. Now I think you're trolling Unseen. Because I this, this is literally the thing that I studied for like four years. And I graduated with very high marks. Then, then what do you think Dunning-Kruger is? Dun Dunning, well, it, it's the, the way people usually use Dun Dunning-Kruger in terms of the, the low end. It's when you, when you lack sufficient knowledge to be able to assess yourself and and uh, your, your abilities as uh, in in, uh, in relation to other people, so you, you you can't assess that you don't know stuff because you you lack knowledge at all, or you lack skill. You your skills are so low that you can't assess other people's skills to know that you're uh, so much inferior. Um, but uh, but I clearly have learning in this field, so that it shouldn't apply to me. I can be wrong, but clearly I possess knowledge of this topic. I wouldn't have been able to speak on it for fucking fifty minutes. And I, I couldn't have graduated if I didn't have knowledge on this topic. But it's not infallible? That doesn't matter. Nothing is infallible. I'm not talking about psychology like it's an absolute. Anything that exists can only be believed to varying degrees of confidence based on what is currently known or uh, suggested by the evidence that exists. There is no position I hold on anything that I would consider to be without question. But every time I proffer you problems, you say, this cannot be, and that's it. If you, Please read your responses that you've given. You've just, you've just been incredulous. There must be a point where there is responsibility. There must be. What will you tell your children? These, these aren't statements of a person looking for the truth. It is, there must be a way to confirm what I want to be true. Because it'd be a nice world where everyone, whatever circumstances they're in, were deserving of those circumstances. Be sure to like and subscribe. Also leave a comment if you have something on your mind. My feed gives them to me from all over my channel. It doesn't matter how old the video is. 
I wish you all the best.